There's something in the air in New Mexico. How could there not be? 21 kilotons of nuclear destruction dropped into Alamogordo. The earth steams out its sulfuric breath at the hot springs. The smoldering ruins of a Spanish mission burned off on stolen land. The mad artists of Madrid set up shop in the houses of an old mining town. The land of enchantment is home to mountains of bleached white sand, petroglyphs, otherworldly bisty rock formations. Coyotes constantly howling at dusk, forming the basis for the lore of the elders, for them to tell to their children in the Taos Pueblo. Claims of alien abductions make headlines. Myths of skinwalkers terrify motorists. Rattlesnakes are immortalized in a museum in Albuquerque. Earthships house the eclectic in Taos. The high elevation it leads to granny eyes and bloody noses. Maybe it's no surprise that I've run into John here. We're two voyagers always in search of something without being certain of what that something is. But we're always happy and grateful to be amongst the strange, the different, the unique. Voyagers, and welcome to the Voyages of Tim Vetter podcast. This is episode number 266. And this is a special one for me because right here in New Mexico, in Taos, I've run into my cousin John and his wife Talia. John and Talia were living in Florida and they left their careers and their old lives behind. They bought a beautiful renovated school bus, a souped up school bus. And that is now their home, and they are having adventures. So they drove from Florida all the way out to Colorado, and then down into New Mexico, where we crossed paths. I think they're going to be stationed in Taos for a while, and why not? I mean, what beautiful scenery to wake up every morning to, just surrounded by mountains. And you have easy access to a bunch of hikes. You can drive just a short distance and be in Santa Fe. Or you can drive a short distance north, and you can be in Colorado. What a cool spot to be hanging out. It's interesting because John and I, we grew up together kind of, but we were in different states. I was in New York, he was in Florida. And so we would see each other every couple of years. And as our own personal interests evolved and changed over time, they always still coincided with each other without planning it or even always talking about it. Now here we are here in our 30s, and we're both doing the travel thing. So I'm so excited for them. And I think that this episode has a lot of useful information for you if you're interested in doing the van life or the bus life type of lifestyle. But it's also interesting if you're just listening in for some travel stories because they got some good ones. Make sure you give their Instagram and their social media a follow. I'll have a link for that in whatever player you're listening to this in. And then if you see that they're going to be in your area, Hit them up, send them a DM, send them an email, and maybe you guys can hang out and share some stories, share a coffee, do the whole traveler thing. Also, in the notes for this episode is a link to my Patreon account. That's a subscription-based service where you can get some cool things like stickers and t-shirts and things from my travels in exchange for your support. If you can't do that, hey, word of mouth is awesome. Please talk to people about the podcast. We're having a great year so far in terms of downloads and all that. So I uh, want to keep all that stuff rolling. All right, folks, enjoy this conversation about bus life with John and Talia. I'm 
First of all, this is really cool um, is and cool. kind of bizarre. Uh, I'm so happy that we got to see you guys. Um, it used to be uh, like once every five years or so that yeah, I would yeah. see you, and now it's twice in three days, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and across the globe, which, yeah. I mean, we were already two different ends of the U.S., but now we're separate from... Uh, where we originally had our yeah. roots, but we just happened to be in the same, in the same neighborhood. So yeah, we had we w- John and I went through this weird development thing where like we wouldn't see each other for a couple of years or so, but whatever, uh, whatever, however our interests would evolve in terms of like music and books and just like how we like to live our life, it always mashed up somehow, even though we didn't like coordinate that, um, and now here we are again in our mid thirties and and it's still happening. It's yeah. interesting. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I've always thought it was strange, but it, as we get older and it gets more in-depth <laughs> as yeah. to what the the oddness of our uh, similarities, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I guess we're just, uh, you know, whatever gene we got, <laughs> you know, from the family. It's you similar, do got it, The yeah. black sheep gene or whatever <laughs> you want to call it, the, the traveler, the nomad gene. Uh, but that goes hand in hand, in my opinion, with, you know, punk rock and sports and everything that we yeah. just happened to be into growing up and that's what I always say to Les I'm, I'm the black sheep I feel like in, in my immediate family yeah, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean it's no secret this lifestyle <laughs> not you but is a black sheep kind of yeah. thing mm-hmm. and it's sad mm-hmm. uh, in this day and age that being the person that wants to just wake up one day and, and travel and go see some amazing beautiful shit mm-hmm. is the black sheep because you don't have a job or you know you're taking a break from the rat race or what have you yeah. but uh you know hopefully we could set examples and uh this podcast is great yeah. uh, entertaining and also sets an example for you know what can be done people outside need to of do, a yeah. cubicle outside of you know a corporate boss and his boss and her boss and so on and so forth yeah. Yeah, let's start your story before this. Okay. Um, what were you doing before you did the bus life? And I guess what, why did you decide to, to leave that behind? Okay. Uh, which one? Which oh, one you one? first. Yeah, you, I don't know. It happened to you <laughs> first, sir. Um, well, I was... Uh, Push. Uh, well, well, I could start with college, went to college. Well, well you were like immediately <laughs> pushed to work from home. From oh, yeah. USA. Oh, yeah, do and right before yeah. the lifestyle change. Um, working for USAA mm-hmm. uh, as an auto adjuster, which just happened to be a job that I could get that would pay our bills. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had the credentials for it. I had a, a degree, you know, mm-hmm. in military background. They're a military company. Um, so I had the, I had the, the salary, you know, the... The house in the suburbs, I guess you mm-hmm. could say, Clearwater, yeah. uh, Florida area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, all the struggles that come along with trying to keep up with those Joneses, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have a passion for the job. It was just the next job in the line of jobs to keep up with the bills mm-hmm. that have been accruing my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but then out of nowhere, they're like, then COVID, work from home, surprise. Yeah, COVID <laughs> started or, you know, hit and took over the, the nation and the world the way it did. Uh, so then the job that I already wasn't too stoked about became more awkward, you know, I'm working in my living room. We got these no, two dogs. You got no desks, deliveries no chair, coming like, and I'm taking phone calls from you know, colonels on the side of the road just gotten a pile up. They don't have coverage, you know, what have you. We've all been in cars. It car wasn't ideal but, to do uh, it in the living room. Our house right, is small. Right. Like, and then you add connectivity issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, the internet's not working. So it was like the stress I already had, you know, everyone has from work. And then, you know, add COVID, add not being able to do your job properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just I was having to break down for the most yeah. part to, to you know, cut it short, and uh, the job was getting more and more difficult to do. Yeah. Um, 
from a tech side and just from a personal side. So uh, he was kind of pushing. I kind of got fired slash quit um, uh, due to the tech issues and not being able to do my job properly. Yeah. Uh, there were that, <laughs> there yeah. were issues with uh, being able to do the job properly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was like a you know quit or be fired situation. Yeah. And I was like, if there's ever a moment to, you know, try and make career choices or changes in my life, that would be it. And physically and mentally. Oh my God, he was not the same person. Continuing he was to like, do what I had done was, like six, was not smart. Yeah, six she could something, you know, and I would see him every morning and, and he was, was like a t- two feet career. tall, like oh. in the chair. Like it was just like killing him. I was like, I can't watch this every single day. Like him do this. There's no way. Like, yes, it pays good. You're, you know, you have like a 401k and you're doing this, but is it worth it? Like you're not even close to the same person. It was so awful. When things first went remote, I actually liked it because my boss was like an absolute sociopath. Yeah. And so to just not be in the physical proximity with this guy, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if you're really miserable at your job and your home is your sanctuary Mm -hmm. and now your job is in your home, Mm -hmm. I could see that being a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I can't get over that it was like the middle of his shift and I was in New York visiting family and he's like, is your mom's house open? I have to go borrow her desk for... Because he got up an office. I was like, you're at work. Like, no, I have to run there, get office supplies, and then continue my shift, like, in, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? This is crazy. It was all, it was crazy. It was too much. Right. It was, it was nuts. Right. So I, I basically had a discussion with my boss, said, I can't do the job anymore. Uh, the job you currently want me to do is not really what you hired me to do. And uh, I would... Take a good look at how you're treating your employees. Oh, he wrote a letter. And let me really? tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. this. Did they respond? No. Oh, um, no. He I, sent I, it I to quite a... Basically, it was a resignation letter, but oh. I, as a writer and as a, a, a veteran myself <laughs> and a, the son of a Vietnam veteran working for a military company, mm-hmm. I uh, I gave him my two cents, oh, I guess yeah. you could say. It was very good. Like I want to, I wanted to frame it. I was like, "Wow!" This, I sent it to my mom. But it was like, also it was good. kind of covering my own ass. Yeah, but, yeah, but. it was it was good because people. I mean, it's military oriented, right, you know, company, right, right. and you're like, I was in the military. Right. My dad, and you're treating me this way, you know. Right. It wasn't, or just overlooking some of the issues. Yeah, you but know, it was very the pandemic, but. You know. It was very you, very writery of you. It was good. When I first started doing this, mm-hmm. uh, I would always talk about. Have you ever read? Um, gosh, um, not the uh, the War of Art, not the Art of War, yes, the War of Art, Steve Pressfield. Pressfield. Yeah, and he talks about resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, I would always talk about. It's sort of like taking the plunge. It's this step into doing the thing that you want to do. Right, right. But it is often scary. And mm-hmm. now at thirty five, I think you need to take the plunge, but also sort of be smart about it mm-hmm. or, or smarter about it than you would when you were like 21. Right. There, oh, yeah. There's more wiggle room for like fucking up. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how long were you like mulling over the decision to do this and how much planning went into it? Right. Yeah. Um, um, Long term, I, I think both Talia and I have wanted to do something similar. Yeah. Um, I Because we had a friend who he... Had yes, done this, yes. and we've known him forever. My mom knows him, and we went on his bus because we were like yeah, curious about it. Keaton. And he, yeah, shout out to Keaton for and driving the bus, bus to no us. Fuss. And yeah, um, it, we, he explained everything and was like, "You have you have to do it. Like you, you have to." He worked at the restaurant with my mom, and just like that day to day, he's like, "You have to see things. You have to experience right. things. You just you bus life. Like you have to." Right. That's that's so, the first we experienced. Yeah. Like. Or me personally, because I've never been the the type of person to say that person's vibes or like yeah yeah he was not the, that person the mood that somebody can carry with them yeah um, but that was the first I saw an example of of someone having good vibes yeah. or something like that who and wasn't in a rush I saw like, why because mm-hmm. he lives minimalist he, mm-hmm. he lives in a a tin can like we do now yeah uh, and probably has a couple outfits. And all the stresses that the average person worries about before 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. are no longer an issue for him. And I wanted that. So 
uh, that kind so of. So it was in the back of our head. Put a I flame think. under yeah. the idea. But when and you then COVID and, mm-hmm. and you know the all the stress of what we just discussed about yeah. both of our jobs, yeah. which she could get into hers. Well, you you text me while I was having orientation because the school year was starting and I was sitting Mm -hmm. there getting all my information. He's like, I just lost my job. And I was like, my God, my God, like, what? Like, what? There goes the house. There goes everything. Like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Like, I had it was it was crazy. And then I was like, maybe we should do the bus stuff. Like, maybe it's time. He's never seen mountains or snow. And I was like, let's go. Right, we but we hadn't talked about it in a serious way. No, and I don't even know if we had talked about the idea of me quitting. But, oh no, but that I just happened. It yeah. was it was getting close to a point where it was either I'm going to be terminated or I'm going to, for my own health purposes, just have to leave and you know hopefully not end up in a, mm-hmm. a hospital recovering yeah. you know, mentally. But uh, luckily that wasn't the case. I spent a lot of time in the backyard. In mm-hmm. the sun with the dogs. Meditating, yeah. Yeah, listening to <laughs> all kinds of music yeah. and just kind of getting getting back to the shit that oh, I enjoyed as yeah. a kid, you know, like music. <laughs> skateboarding, like, <laughs> having, in the backyard, yeah. like, in our little concrete area, like, I mean, jump roping, like, just doing things. not anything crazy, but just like, to get physical and get yeah. outside and get my mind off what felt like such a failure from the perspective of how I... I was raised for 33 years, mm-hmm. you know, you get the job, whether you like it or not, you fucking plug away at it. And then if you're lucky, you've got a 401k mm-hmm. or a pension to live off of till you die. Yeah. Then it was and like then, a year later. And then, so it was a, like a year of planning, I think, after. Yeah, because we owned a house in Clearwater. And while I was sitting in the backyard, uh, getting sun and getting in touch with myself, I guess you could say. Uh, we also were fixing up the house and putting it on the market. Um, sorry about all this background sorry. noise. No, sorry, no, it's sorry. Cool. Putting it on the market, which worked in our favor. Um, oh, yeah. With, I don't know if COVID had anything to I do no with idea. it, but the Florida house market kind of went through the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really helped. That worked out and helped us yep. get this bus and have gas money and and uh, RV park money mm-hmm. when needed to get yeah. out here to where we are now. We were saying the other day when we were having lunch at we've both, we being Les and I have both mm-hmm. traveled extensively. Um, and I think we, we've sort of crafted a life right now where we're able to live kind of non-traditionally mm-hmm. uh, and still travel a lot. Yeah. And right. That's through some choices like we don't have a mortgage or yeah. expensive right. rent right. or like mm-hmm. buy very expensive clothes and stuff like that. Um, but when I went to Asia, I had dragged my feet for a while. Like I was very unhappy at my job. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go do it and I had faced some right. of that resistance. But some of that resistance comes from social and like societal pressure from, from family, from friends right. and, and otherwise. And I think it's sort of twofold. In one regard, people want the best for you mm-hmm. right. and they're nervous when they hear you, yeah, like leaving a 401k and things like that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But then the Outside more you do the this, norm. what's that? Anything outside of the norm or like the bubble of safety. Yeah. That, yeah. That, mm-hmm. I, I get it because parents, you know, I can imagine being a parent. Yeah. And everyone wants at least the safe version of, of whatever their kids want to do. Yeah. And some parents take it to another extreme and, you know, their limits of, of what they think might happen or, or what their biggest fears are uh, sometimes come to life. and they should realize that's not really something to be fearful of. You, know, yeah. you should see your kid as a person that has interests that may be outside of yours. Sorry to... No, no, yeah. no. That's cool. like that there. But I think the, the second part of that is, and maybe I'm projecting people's thoughts and feelings onto them, but this is at least how I've interpreted it, that, and maybe you're going to start noticing this if you haven't already, but sometimes when you're living this way, it makes people uncomfortable because they haven't, really taken any risks or sought after the things that they would love to do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah that's We've, a perspective. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with that. I've, yeah. I haven't looked at it from that perspective, though, oh, which, yeah. well, which kind of makes like, sense. It's a scary thing because they haven't done something like this. Like, 
So the unknown of it. You know, my right, mom's right. saying, like, what happens if you can't turn around? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or like, maybe even like, the fear of never doing yeah. it. Yeah. Or, yeah, or they might never do it. And, yeah, I agree Or with just the living example of, of what they might not do, you know. And they, they just don't understand, so it's, yeah. Yeah. It I've does make a, them uncomfortable. Yeah, I've gotten from a few people like way. you have to, you, like you have an, you have to have kids. And oh so yeah, well, do yeah. I? Because you did. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's yeah, a nonstop a, like a perspective change. Or, oh yeah, we've we've we were kind planning. of pumped our brakes and, yep. and are having discussions about that as well. Yeah, oh yeah, we, we probably won't, and if we do, no. probably adopt. Yeah, later in life, uh, but. But if that we did, when all that pressure right was like turn, coming so. from everybody Sorry, else, but, if uh, we yeah, were like, yeah, it was all exactly. everybody, like, when is it like? And would I it mean, be fair to the kids no, to have no. them and not necessarily want them? I, that sounds <laughs> yeah. fucked up to say, but, but then, plenty of parents raise kids when they didn't even want them, which is bad to say, you know. But as and then we wouldn't as have. an adult or as a thirty-four-year-old man. If we were to get pregnant right now, we would love the kid, but that would put a huge wrench in yeah, but that's everyone what we plan. consider this is our plan, an so. enjoyable life right now. But uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, when, when we were, were coming up here and we were excited to see you, we were talking about it. I was like, oh, I wonder what their bus looks like. Uh, <laughs> like, just excited about it. And here it's, it's like, it is really... It's a, a disaster. No, it's, <laughs> it's freaking beautiful. Like, you have an awesome setup here. Yeah. How did you go about, like, finding it? And then once you had it, how long did it take oh. to, like, figure out all the upkeep oh, and learn all the odds and ends of it? Well, that because she... Once again, while I was sitting in the sun in our backyard, she was taking care of a lot of the financial. Yeah, because uh, you know, talk to the real we had estate to agent or whatever. Sell happened. the house to be able to have money to buy the bus, but before, I think before you lost your job, we had like a flood in the house. Um, <laughs> the toilet leaked. It was not dirty water; it was clean water. But it went underneath all the fo- the flooring, so we had to rip everything out, redo everything, and then get money guess how much we were going to get profit-wise and then did a lot of research on buses. Like, they have websites, like, to buy them, like tiny house listings or whatever. Right. So I was, I would have to figure out how much we were going to get and what our budget was. I mean, it was like months and months. Right, right. Of t- and like having money on hand. Oh, my gosh. Or a down payment for the bus. But then trying to, to figure hold out one, but we didn't have the yeah. money available from the house. But I'm like, was what is solar? How many panels? Like, I don't know any. Right, like, right. I knew we knew nothing. That's right. where our friend Keaton, like, we would talk yeah. to him for hours. Like, he knows everything. But and if we could do it again, we would probably build it ourselves yes. or want to. Um, but we should probably. But we did give a shout out to yeah we to that Taylor yeah. and Jason, uh, um, the previous owners. We didn't build. Uh, what you see now in Mm-mm. front of you, but uh, it is in fact beautiful. We've been loving it and trying to make it our own. Uh, but I'll let her go. Oh, no, no, you're fine. We had right. lost like two buses before this one. It's like buying mm-hmm. a house. It's crazy. Yeah. Like someone like would swoop in and be like, "Nope, I have the cash right now." And I'm like, "Oh man, we just wanted to put a deposit." So that happened like twice. Then this one just went on the website, and like it was less than a day. And I was like, "I'll take it." Like, and they were even surprised, like, whoa, that was way too quick because they were still living in it. So I gave my friend, like, here's all the, the specs. Like, you let me know, like, if this sounds good. And he even drove or flew to Tennessee after we decided on it to check the bus out and then drive it back oh, to awesome. Florida oh, for yeah. us. Keaton yeah, is, he's as amazing. far as human beings come, he is he's one of a kind. top notch, yeah. hands But down. he, like, I'll bring my my tools. I'll look for rust and everything. Like, cause you know, I don't know what it, a bus engine is supposed to look like. Like, I have no idea. But have you connected with any sort of like online groups or like meetups or anything like that? Yeah. Well, I I'll let Talia well, go we into it because do the talk about the schoolie palooza. Uh, Jason and Taylor, the previous owners, and and how oh, we yeah. met up with them. Well, we stuff. ended up. And what what's their what? social information? Do you know? Oh. You should look that up. Yeah, we could edit it in post. Yeah, I could put it in the description. We ended up on the way to Colorado. We ended up in 
Arkansas and we had really nowhere to go. And I was like, wait, they always said if we never ever need anything, maybe they'll let us stay with them for a little bit. Mm. So she's like, you could stay as long as you want. And I was like, what? Really? Like, yeah. it, it was crazy. And I'd say that up until that point, mm-hmm. sorry to hijack your, your story. Um, up until that point, we had seen beautiful shit, like mm-hmm. parks in Mississippi, but Alabama. But nobody, um, not But as far as, like, wise. breathtaking, I guess it was the big sky and, like, not having building pollution or whatever you want to call it, any vis- visual, pollu- mm-hmm. yeah, visual yeah. pollution. Uh, er- anywhere you looked was, was big blue sky mm-hmm. and, and big white clouds. And it was basically just livestock, yeah, uh, but that cow was our fields. First, like, and it was bus so beautiful. Yeah. Sunset and sunrise was mm-hmm. about a hundred different colors mm-hmm. and the cows mooing you awake and, and putting you to bed at night. But that uh, it was beautiful. But that's anyway. where they live. And I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. Like yeah, you're building yeah. your new school bus. You got your old one right next to you, which is crazy. But that was our first time. Like, Oh yeah, you have a school bus too. Like it's yeah. Well, I guess that would be aside from Keaton, the yeah. second time that we were both like had our breath taken away one by the type people's of people. presence and and how they can just genuinely be like yeah just drive your big rusty pile of metal which they used to own of course but just drive it right onto our property here that's you know multiple acres and disrupt our water. cows and livestock yeah, they just and and have at it and we have good discussions at night mm-hmm. we we had a a nice dinner together but yeah. other than that they were just like let your do what you got to do. Yeah. Let your gray water dump into our front yard. Yeah, they, it's just those kinds whatever. of people. I mean, we haven't met super too many. Super cool, super welcoming, and 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 loving. Yeah, even though we hardly know them. You know? But we were like social media wise, following a bunch of different groups oh, on yes, Instagram. To, get to your question. And then <laughs> Schoolie Palooza, we is like, it's. I mean, I've I've seen it. I don't. I mean, I've watched yeah. it. It's like it seems like the event for of like, like this whole place, all school community. buses. Like you got people playing music on top of like your roof. Like it's just like a festival for like a m- over a month, I think. Where is it? Um, Arizona. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because we were on our way. I'm like, yeah, and everybody, your doors open. Like you learn so much from everybody. Like, hey, how about this? It's just like a festival of school buses, but we were unfortunately unable to yeah. get there. But is that once a year? year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the, sure there's year. other ones. It's crazy. Similar ones all over Keaton the place. Keaton has been, but. and he's like, you will leave with so much knowledge because you have like this person who's a carpenter, but also has a school bus. So then, like, right. you can everyone just helps each other. And I'm like, right. It seems like a. I mean, a, there's a number of reasons why the community, like the schooly community, but also I imagine the RV community, uh, everyone brings like something from their previous life. So you've got, like, a trade or like she like, said, a carpenter yeah, or something. somebody who specializes in electric uh, or used to do solar for a solar company. That's somebody you could tap into. And now and they want to, you're learning yeah. their trade or you're learning a little detail yeah. that you wouldn't normally. And you're getting to know this person on another level mm-hmm. that you wouldn't, you know, in the hallway of your office or, or oh, what yeah. have you. I mean, this is Hollywood, but it makes me think of uh, an Into the Wild or uh, what's that movie we saw that one like the best picture? Nomad, Nomadland. Nomadland, yeah. Like that that like close-knit community of travelers and van right, lifers and right. stuff like that. Right, and that's definitely <laughs> what we've experienced. Um, I want to say like the handful of people, like, okay, we're a little, we're hermits, okay? I mean, it's what we, yes, we get it. But the like handful of people that we've actually had good conversations with and met, Mm. We're like we were blown away by these people. Like, like I don't just so nice and so interesting and like yeah. so it's just yeah, you'll it's get a lot crazy. of especially like, at RV parks, um, which you know the long term goal or everyone's goal, um, I think in this kind of lifestyle is to be semi off grid or to to be able to not be so tied down to these RV parks uh, for a number of reasons. But there seems to be like an upper layer or a, a film of kind of like, I guess you would say the normal tourists' yeah, expectations definitely with the classes, if you will. I have like, my 
you know, expensive RV that's, you know, bigger than most people's three bedroom houses. And I don't want your, 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 your bus kind of rattling its way into our our beautiful area. Um, And that might just be in our head, but I feel like everywhere you go, you're going to get that. Yeah, but we but always below get, that film. Yeah. There's there's those Keatons and and Taylors and and Jasons who and, are yeah. are totally worth it. There's a guy Jose oh, in this big. park here who might as and well be, you know, could be our grandfather. Yeah, <laughs> like we they it, like it's, he welcomed I, us in. We just find each other always. You know, like it you always didn't happens. get the snooty vibes or the yeah. the I'm judging you or. And he hardly, we've hardly said any anything to each other. She's the talkative one, so she'll hang her head out the window and, and bust his balls, and he'll bust <laughs> hers back. But uh, but did that happen with like you a, when you a travel? connection? Yeah. Did, well, the, the, the connection somewhere? I was thinking of there is that. Uh, so I was thinking about you mentioned punk rock, which is obviously a subculture and a reaction to like the hegemonic right, culture. So right. this is like a, a weird sociological point, but even within like the punk scene. There would be subgroups and even a bit right. of a social hierarchy. So oh. it's strange that as humans, even when we try to create yeah. a subculture, we still yeah. organize oh. ourselves. It's in that insane, way. It and it, I mean, you can tell. Like one, you can really tell. Like the way people pull in, the way they're standing, and then especially if they see this or like, I mean, you can just tell. And you're like, oh, that one's a little more okay. Like why? Why we're all doing this to like get right. away and relax and do this we all the same and, and we'll do you know, the same point thing here too. We'll, but like we don't need to be we, so we tend to judge as well but we'll we'll do them in stories so we'll make up stories about people ourselves. to entertain ourselves yes. for the most part but yeah. uh, I think that's a better option than oh look at them I bet they have this lifestyle yeah. which I kind of do with the look at that RV that's about yeah. <laughs> the equivalent of a three bedroom house but uh, that just goes, it's kind of anti yeah. what we're going for, you know, and then yeah. to kind of get the shade from them <laughs> while they're equally, you know, rubbing up against our little beautiful life too. But it's just but, like the point earlier, like people don't understand it. It makes them uncomfortable. Like, right, right. It, yeah. Same we goes. need to take yeah. other perspectives more often, I guess. Yeah. One of the the things about long-term travel that I think is the best is not necessarily having a set schedule, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Saturdays and Sundays don't matter anymore <laughs> right, right. because every day is Saturday or Sunday. I'm not waking up for work at 8 a.m. the next day. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> what do you think are the the most positive ways that your lives have changed in the last six or so months? I mean, you want to go? Well, I mean, I, I would say less stress, but I'm I'm a ball of stress always. <laughs> like no matter what, like it could be very uh, it's different stress. Mm. Um, and I just think that, like, communication, like, everything is just, I don't know, it. it's stressful, but things flow different. It's a different flow than it is. I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. If you... And I'm going to come you, back to that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. If you boil it all down, the main problems kind of stay the same. Like, you still need money, but the yeah. bills are smaller. Mm. And it's it seems more worth it because you do have the free time to be creative and you know, shit, look around mm-hmm. to the left and right and see these mountain ranges and, and the beautiful desert atmosphere or wherever we happen to be. Um, that definitely makes it worth it. But uh, I think in I, a positive way, I've, I realized that we don't need so much stuff, like right. so much. Like I realized the other day, like we had so much stuff that we did not like. This is insane. Like you don't need all that. Right. I don't know. Right. That was in like super positive liberating right yeah i was just like good yeah yeah like yeah i mean if if everyone just imagined having to move into a bus next week oh my gosh and did half the the minimalizing that we did uh it would be at the very least beneficial not to mention you'd you'd get rid of quite a bit of oh yeah we had to do it twice like two two to three times we had to like go through the house and like, all right, here's yeah. stage one of getting rid. We, Basically like, down so to a, a large suitcase each. Mm. Yeah. People more or less you don't need and it. then moved like, it all in here. It's crazy. But I, I think though you brought up an important point, Talia, and mm. that I, I've had two people on, I think there's a lot at this point, but uh, mm-hmm. two guests who were talking about like van life mm-hmm. and 
the perception online and in social media is that like everything is sunshine and rainbows. Like, oh this my is gosh. Just an amazing life. <laughs> and of course, that's what you have to do because mm-hmm. when you're on social media, you're sort of selling yourself or often those people are literally selling a product. They're making yes. something or right. they're, they want clicks for their videos. Yes. So I understand it. Um, but with travel alone, there's difficulties. Oh, yeah. Um, but with also sort of like maintaining the home that you're living in and driving. Yes. Um, what are some of the difficult things about this lifestyle? Oh. <laughs> Deep sigh. Um, well, I guess would outside of the obvious, um, which would be, I guess, imagining living in a bus <laughs> compared to the normal or well, what people like, would coming consider Coming from normal. my side, like I want to keep it clean. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, I really miss my vacuum from home. Like that was like I like to keep it clean and like all, but it's very hard. It's very dusty. Mm. It's very there's so, no matter how many times I wipe the counters, like it's just stuff will always fall apart. Like because you're moving in a bus and the whole yeah. thing is shaking <laughs> and things are breaking and, but I mean, I just am that kind of person that likes to clean too much and organize and it will never be that way and I need to realize that and that's but. I mean, this is our whole life, and people, when they're like, well, just move over here and do this. I'm like, well, you pick up your house and move mm-hmm. your whole house over here. Like, it's oh, just. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I could go on a personal level. I'm 6'3, 6'4. Living in a school bus. Uh, most people haven't been in a school bus since they were children because mm-hmm. they're kind of made for children. But yeah. um, I can. If I bend my knees, I can stand up with my head barely touching the the roof. Um, but okay, the amount of times that you have hit your head on the AC the first couple right, weeks, right, right. every like couple minutes, like ow, like I mean, you, you have to get used to it. It's a bus, right, but it. Right. But I think it and, went and two people than and two dogs living in. Oh yeah. What in. A hallway yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. roughly 35 feet. Um, it it can be difficult uh, if I'm trying to use the computer and she's trying to cook something here in the kitchen. Um, we definitely bump into each other. Um, but, but I think we... That we hasn't missed, been yeah. too hard to deal with, mm-hmm. believe it or not. So everyone shorter than me, uh, don't worry about it too much. But the, the redeeming uh, qualities of this lifestyle are totally worth it. I, yeah. I, I, when I step outside, I can stretch and I don't hit the roof. I, I hop in a hammock and, and lie in some of the, the most beautiful uh, sceneries and oh, atmospheres yeah. we have available here in the U.S. Like, I wouldn't say uh, there's anything that I'm like, I really dislike this and I wish I was back, back in the on, house. Like, I would the never, ever, of, there's of nothing. things that have been difficult. Yeah, I mean, it um, gets a little... Having just, to move yeah. uh, often... Uh, when we first started, we were trying to maintain or stay in state parks or uh, what would it be? Yeah, the Army of Engineer funded parks, uh, but those have limitations, county and state. Like how many uh, you days? You can stay and- for two weeks at a time, things of that nature. Um, so if we weren't trying to trek across the country uh, at a semi-fast pace, it would have been difficult to stay in one area. Yeah, if we really uh, like somewhere. finding then, a place to pay, yeah. you know, and much you, more than that for monthly rates or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. So having to hop, having to hop around, but having the ability to hop around. Yeah, if we weren't ready, <laughs> then our time was up, we would have to go. And, but You were trying to get to Colorado by Christmas. That's yes, I mean. yes, yeah. yes, okay. yes. So her sister Taylor lives yeah. there and uh, yeah. her mom ended up flying out. So that was a, a beautiful time. But there had. was definitely places I was like, well, I don't want to go yet. <laughs> I don't know. Right, right. Like there, there were, was, there were uh, little secret, mm-hmm. unexpected. Like Moundville, I could have lived there. And I think they would have yeah. let us. Where's that? Um, Alabama. Well, what did you like about it? Oh, my gosh. It, well, it was our second mound they're called um, parks. We found the first yeah, one in Georgia like a, by mistake. There's been a cultural theme, like a Native American yeah. draw. It just happens. For the both of us as we kind of traveled. Yeah, we, but they're just these, these huge mounds of dirt that huh. they don't know what they were used for, what they Similar did with to them. the Aztec yeah. uh, cultures. And they're like, it was like they the would Mississippi just bring, tribes. Yeah. 
that that basically would would build these these mounds, mounds. that they would build their they're homes huge. on and build their their churches on. And they're like guessing like this one and was for, in my mind sacrifice people. Oh yeah, for and, sure. On I, some I, of them. They, I mean, but they, it was so calm. Everybody was right, it, like, right. you, that was another. Oh, I'm overusing the the vibe word. But yeah, that was another time where where we were both almost like shattered by the just the, the air feeling, and the atmosphere. Yeah. Of a certain area. We'll talk and about like not knowing what day of the week it is. Had to be like, the, the it, culture and the 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 history there. Yeah. yeah which is also what we were mm-hmm. loving about this yeah. area, uh, which didn't happen on purpose. We mm-hmm. we just kind of found it. it. Yeah, that keeps happening. There are places. So we're in Taos. I probably shouldn't yeah. have said that at the outset. Oh, yeah. But we went to a place called Madrid, Madrid in New Mexico, mm-hmm. and the main strip in town. It's a little touristy because they filmed like mm-hmm. a scene from that movie Wild Hogs there. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the surrounding area is like all like artists, some kind of like squatters, RVs. Nice. There are places where people have sort of created these little societies where they just like don't want to be fucked with. They yeah, just want yeah. to live right. the yeah. way that they are living. Yes. And I would imagine that would be conducive to the art you're trying to make or definitely and, and yeah. for yeah. some reason for. we keep finding those places like i said not on purpose yeah. like it just that's cool like i don't i mean that sounds yeah we got to get the information and details of of that <laughs> yeah. area yeah. from yeah. you because that sounds like it'd be worth at least but it does out. it just happens like but yeah yeah um that it's kind of been a theme throughout that we both find an interest in i mean who who doesn't find an interest in in history and and like other you have cultures big, huge dirt mounds that nobody knows anything about like come previously on. lived mm-hmm. in where you're you're currently choosing to reside yeah. um but we weren't forcing that it's just something we've kind of once again just find an interest us we, we already find had it, but so. it's kind of developed and and i'm very excited to to dive into some of the the culture here uh locally there's something weird about, about us. I know. I'm just Probably kidding. all of us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. Um, but, oh, God, this is so stupid. But it's it's almost like the Matrix. It's like waking up for the first time. It's like the, the wool is pulled from your eyes. All the time, people say to me, well, well, like, how did you find these people in this place to record right. with? Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, dude, if you just open your eyes and look around you, like, there is right. cool stuff happening everywhere. Everywhere. Right. Yes. Right. And New Mexico? All right. Let's talk oh, about yeah. New Mexico for a second. Yeah. Stolen land, like, two or three times. Uh, land where we were dropping nuclear bombs. Yeah, test, right? which is, like, one of my favorite, like, topic. Like, yes, I love it. Love, I'm so interested. Oh, yeah. Alien yeah. sightings. Like, yes, yes, yeah. yes. There's something it's in the air that is just, like, I don't know what it I is. I was telling but. my mom last night, I go, Mom, it's like that scene from The Wizard of Oz when they're all, like, getting sleepy and, like, falling asleep. Like, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's not that like that, but... He, yeah, that's what, right. <laughs> but everything here, you're just like, what is in the air? Like something here is just, a, there's something about it. Mm. Like for yeah. real. Yeah, there's certain certain places, and we haven't even touched <laughs> the surface of them. But uh, if there's a, if there's a handful of top things I've learned, it's that sometimes place, areas of the United States or anywhere really that on the surface may look like something you'd overlook. There's mm-hmm. there's tons below the surface there. Mm. If you just, like you were saying, if I, you sa- I think you said you gave a visual example, but I like to use uh, like an auditory example. Mm-hmm. Like if you can shut the noise of either your current life or stresses or previous life or traumas, if you could shut that noise off for a moment or quiet it a little mm-hmm. bit then you start hearing these other yeah. voices what have you like yeah she uh i'll give her some credit when my wife talia here <laughs> um when i was sitting in the sun kind of reminiscing and how i just failed as a as a human being as far as uh what i thought was success um she told me to what? what was it? Take take a second and stop and look at the bees. Stop and look at the bees, which there was. I don't know why I made that auditory, but well, no, there was a literal that really bee. hit home, yeah. and I but was he like, was oh, being shit. cute, and I was like, hey, there stop. are bees everywhere in the yard right yeah, now. Yeah, he had no idea. And my first thought is, 
they're going to sting me, kill him. Yeah, but he didn't But they're it. just doing their own thing, mm-hmm. and I hadn't even noticed them. Mm-hmm. And then they were beautiful in their own right. Mm-hmm. And that's and everywhere, would, you know. Yeah. But I wouldn't have seen them if I were stepping outside to let the dogs out mm-hmm. on a 10-minute break from but my job. But that's weird you know? that you say the Matrix thing because he's been oh, saying yeah. that for so long. It's yeah, I mean, I, you can't not compare that to a paradigm shift yeah. or a, a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. You know? I love that point you just made because I, I also am a ball of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Leslie is like such a good partner because, listen, when people like look, yeah, they'll look at my Instagram, they'll listen to this podcast. And yeah, it sounds so exciting. Like you're mm-hmm. traveling all the time and that's that's so wonderful. Sort of like the example we gave before with some van lifers. Mm-hmm. But in some ways, I am not easy to travel with, I think. Like I'm full of anxiety. I have horrible stomach problems that just like yes. is all day long. Mm-hmm. So even like we were going to the national park and um, we were in and out a couple times at Great Sand Dunes and there was no one in the booth and you had to go to like this website to like um, pull up your ticket or whatever or they had a QR code. Oh, it's like a self-pay station. Yeah, exactly. And there's no it wasn't working, there. right? Right. Mm-hmm. But even driving through, I'm already anxious about that. So I'm like reading the sign to the website we have to go to. Ten seconds later, past it, I'm like, what was the website I just read? Because I've got all these all this other shit in my right, head that I'm right. thinking That's us. That's, yeah, oh. yeah. If, yeah, you're right. If you can just like clear that out for a minute, like mm-hmm. it's again, maybe cheesy, but it's almost like mindful eating. Like when you actually like like focus on just the food you're eating, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, this is a different experience yeah. than right. me like rushing through. Yeah, right. and, but I don't know if I'll – are you never – a ball of stress with travel wise like is it ever gonna no no there's times where I'm just like I, I could almost cry I'm so happy and I'm oh, just like I mean yeah I'm so lucky <laughs> like, yeah and then Leslie would be like in 10 minutes you're gonna be like fuck this fuck <laughs> <it."> <laughs> yeah. yeah but no 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 it like the sunshine peaks through at times and yeah. I'm just like oh my god like and yeah even in this moment I feel like yeah. you, uh, you know doing this podcast makes me feel that like never I say this all the time. People probably like, shut up, Tim. But like, never would I ever have these experiences if I didn't have these stupid microphones in front of me. Like, mm-hmm. getting to sit down with people I yeah. never would have met. So yeah, I think you need equal parts. <laughs> Sorry, I think you need equal parts though, mm-hmm. uh, because I am very much uh, someone who doesn't worry. Oh and yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like, oh, things will work out, mm-hmm. and we will figure it out, and get where we need to mm-hmm. go, mm-hmm. and whenever we get there, it's fine. Yeah. And I've been very lucky with travel, uh, having this philosophy, but there are many times where probably having Tim's anxiety or caution has saved us yeah. from some sticky situations. You were just explaining us. It's the same exact right. thing. With yeah. roles reversed. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. It, I'm so grateful that I can just kind of sit back and she's the one stressing over, <laughs> you know, booking the RV park or running yeah. to the office with... You know the cash that we just made to, but to you're spend right, another like night. The anxiety part sometimes saves a, a little bit. Right, yeah. right. And right. so not to say mm-hmm. uh, it's you know not to say I. Oh, I'm glad he takes that on for me necessarily. Yeah. But uh, I think both can be necessary because even like we were hiking yesterday yes. and we saw yeah. a sign that said you know caution. There have been mountain lion lions mm-hmm. sightings. And I'm like I'm like it's okay. We're fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> because in my mind I say. Okay, think about the amount of people who have hiked this trail before. Yeah. Right. That's then exactly then factor in the number of actual mountain lion, lion seeings they have had or sightings they've had. I guarantee that has been a pretty small percentage. And therefore, we will most likely not be part of that percentage. Yeah. And that's why I'm cool with this and yeah. we're going. Yeah. And the entire three and a half miles, Tim is on edge. Like, those that's are bear tracks. Those are bear tracks. Really no, wait. I think those are tracks. <laughs> and Checking I, things, looking and for prints and everything. Like, hey, yeah. do you want to turn around? No, you want to go. Let's keep going. Yeah. But I can feel his energy the whole time. Oh, He's yeah. very nervous. But it's it's kind of that balance where I'm like, okay, he has every right to be nervous because we very well could run could into a been. bear yes. or a mountain lion and yes. then what would, what would I be able to do? I'd say nothing and he'd be like, I told you. Yeah. And then we'd be eaten. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it needs that balance. Yes, yes. I'm about to be defensive for a second. Oh, no. You're, told, oh, no. you're 100% right. On the sign, it literally said, don't let your children wander away from you. Oh, no, they'll they'll take right. them. Yes. Then. But I'm not a child. <laughs> Well, Men- mentally, I'm a child, but yeah. <laughs> there's also a foot of snow we were trudging through. We lost the trail, oh, and on no. the way back, 
there were bear prints fresh in the snow. Oh, so yeah. I was like, <laughs> but the I wouldn't but be. Right. I would you not. Right. Bears are not that bad. You just like walk away, and they're like, we don't want to bother you either. Mountain lions. Mm-mm. That's what I. So Mm-mm. Leslie grew up with bears in Pennsylvania. Like, yeah, but ma- that I said the same thing. I'm like, I'd rather see a bear than a mountain lion. Mountain lions are they're hard. Like they will come at you. Like I, no, no, no. I imagine. <laughs> um, I think. Sorry for that aside. No, um, but it, it is. You no, have to have a points. good balance because if it if yeah. it was two of me's, like if he was like me, this would never ever. Oh yeah. We wouldn't go anywhere. Like there would be no. Yeah. It would be a murder. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, there'd be injuries. There there'd would be, be like we would be so stressed out that we would never have left. Like there's no there's no way. Like. You have to have, yeah. like, I talk too much. He doesn't talk There's enough. There's definitely like, yeah. a, a good balance. Yeah. And, and so far, we've kind of tried not to plan or plan as little as possible. Mm. And then, at least in the, the beginning when we had the, the free-flowing cash from the mm-hmm. house. Um, and then, you know, the, the stress has kind of crept in. But if it were, like she said, if it were two of me or if we both had my stress-free oh my personality... We'd probably be in, still in Mississippi somewhere, just with the all all six wheels off. Or I was gonna say in a ditch somewhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah God, I can make God this knows, turn. We'd, like, we'd have yeah. one of those communities of creative people mm-hmm. making yep. making cool shit. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did Did mind. you find that like Mississippi and Alabama surprised you at all in terms of like Absolutely. really cool stuff? Yeah. Um, I'd say the Rolling Hills of Mississippi. It was, mm-hmm. it was around. Uh, <clears throat> that region of the the U.S. that uh, I was calling them mountains at the time. He kept saying everything was a mountain. They were hills. <laughs> He's pretty every much time. born and raised in Florida. <laughs> I hadn't seen mountains. I'd seen snow a couple of times, and, mm-hmm. and you were a part of it yeah. uh, those times. Um, so up until then, I, these were mountains <laughs> that we were driving through uh, or driving on and, mm-hmm. and through. And... Uh, there were more hills, but, uh, but yeah. beautiful, beautiful trees in the state parks. Yeah, and, Alabama, Mississippi, for sure. And just sure. a different really. atmosphere than, you know, a beach and a, a Publix in a, a condo high rise. Yeah, because you could tell it, <laughs> it was changing. Like, as Georgia is, I mean, you're close to Florida. We wanted to be like, like, you could see it changing, like, as mm. we went on, for sure. Oh, definitely. And, and the the mood and, yeah. and the the diversity of people mm-hmm. in some of the towns, whether we were stopping or, or staying for a few days. <laughs> the looks that we would get sometimes, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it just, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was. What else though? Uh, mm. it, that's I where found, some of those mound uh, areas were, because it was the, the Mississippi tribes that that would make those mounds, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was the area we were in, so. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if that answers flooding. the question. Oh, sorry. Do you think the mounds were maybe to avoid flooding? Well, they were They were on, the first ones were on a, a river. And like wherever they had right. the spots no. to camp, right. so you could tell. Like I, I like to imagine like what it looked like, like before we were there, right? And like where they had us camping, you could tell it like was like getting higher. There's the river. So that was like protection. But then they had... Past that, the mounds where they would do their ceremonies, they thought, or right, right. there seemed maybe, to be a hierarchy in like the mounds like they would and what they were used sometimes for and how it, high they were, um, or play games or whatever. But right. it was like right, like the king's they the, yeah. the king's domicile or the king's hut would be on top on of like one of the, the mounds, the highest one, yeah. In the, whatever it would but be, the, said, the west or, what? or whatever was most appropriate uh, astronomically. Oh, I was I was thinking protection just yeah. you know pre i mean this right. doesn't predate irrigation systems necessarily but like irrigation as a technology i guess started in the yeah. eastern world because so they would go like right. yeah. more yeah. their i'm not their form of irrigation but their strategy to right. get around flooding. i think yeah, they use Mountville, the river systems yes, for sure for survival and travel we know that uh, so i imagine uh not only were the the levels higher at the time, but yeah. flooding would occur. But the two and, and separate parks, sense. you could tell one was definitely yeah. How do you pass downtime? I know you have a lot of creative ambitions. Uh, what have you been doing? Um, you want to take this? What? <laughs> uh, well, I've been making beats differently. Making I take music, it. Making beats. Um, <laughs> 
nothing too crazy. I've got the MacBook you see in front of you with the uh, two little speakers and, and garage band um, and a, no microphone, but a, a mic stand you gifted me the other day. <laughs> I appreciate um, I'll definitely make use of that once I can. But um, before that, when we were allowed to put that, the hammocks, hammock yeah, out yeah. and have fires, because every, yeah. and that's our favorite thing, have a fire, fires whether it be day or night. night. Have a little Walking the dogs multiple times a day. Like uh, whittling sticks like a weirdo. But, I mean, just, yeah. you know, doing crafts. Yeah, finding cool-looking yeah. stones and all kinds of... <laughs> imagine... I don't know. It's hard to put yourself in other people's perspective. But yeah. imagine if you had a week off of work. You know that feeling on Friday before the feeling that Monday's coming hits you you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying yeah it's a sign it's like kind a, of mm -hmm. past the past your free time kind of hobbies you know cross your mind on on those fridays uh all my days are fridays yeah I guess yeah you could say but we were forced to find things to do because there would be places that right, right. no internet mm -hmm. no like cell phone service what, what what's the card game oh 31 31 yeah my nan and pop just they were campers or, like they they're always camping and RVing and play like a simple game of 31. So we did that for like every night for a while. Yeah. I've got a skateboard that yeah. uh, her mom gifted me before this. So if, if there's good concrete or a good trail somewhere, I'll go um, People around. love that. More of a, a downhill kind <laughs> yeah. of uh, projection than doing any tricks or, or hurting myself, hopefully. Oh, but, uh, and a lot of bird watching. <laughs> yeah. Pe people and bird watching. She loves birds. She's got an app that basically will identify birds hey, for her. Hey, don't tell them how much I love birds. No, people Come need on. to know. That's oh, a good... <laughs> but anyway, yeah. she will... What was the website you mentioned where you can find places that will allow you to, to park and to stay? Oh, uh... Oh, I have a, Oh, the Boondockers? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is it still Boondockers? Yeah, they changed their name, um... Because then it was with Harvest Harvest Host, but I think they went back to being separate. Because mm. some people, I don't know if they like, ruined it for everybody, like, you have to be respectful. These people are letting you park for a, a day or two for free. Mm -hmm. Don't trash the place. Be nice. You know, there's, like, some rules, but you can find free places or, like, $5, $10, whatever, just for a couple nights if you need it. But it stresses yeah. me out. But, because we're on somebody else's property, and then I'm stressed the whole time. Like, we can't ruin this. We can't wreck this. Like, I don't know. It just, I don't know. But it's it's a good app or website to have. Yeah, it's, so it's, I think more communities need, you know, a way to to help each other out and, mm -hmm. and at least communicate. But yeah. it seems to be a good, uh, you know, I've got a property, and I'm also in the, you know, RV. Schooly lifestyle. Or just, I, yeah, I have I a plug in. Mm -hmm. You need a place to stay for you know however long I'm comfortable. Go ahead. And you, there should be it's more just options. Space yeah. that's being unused right now. You yeah. know, and then that comes around. Uh, hopefully, you know, when when the chips are up for us, we'll pass mm -hmm. them to somebody else, and and so on and so forth. Because like the other day, you know, you said when someone offer, offers your meal and you're traveling, you're like, yeah. So <laughs> if we ever were in a spot to be like, yeah, you can stay here. We get it. You need a spot. Like we would do that for somebody too, for sure. Yeah. And that, that will happen to you more and more mm -hmm. and always say yes. Yeah. There, we were like really lost in this. Well, really lost. We were a little bit lost in this Medina in Morocco mm -hmm. and we just like wandered into this rug shop and Leslie's really good at this again with sort of. Uh, being spontaneous, but on Fridays in Morocco, people fast and then they break that fast with this giant communal couscous meal and everyone just sort of nice. sticks their fork in and eats it. Mm. And we were just like checking out the shop and part of Muslim cultures is hospitality. Um, and they were like, hey, do you want to have a meal with us? And my reaction for everything in life is always like take a step to be like, mm. right. yeah. Um, and then usually I come around like five minutes later. So Leslie right away is like, yep. And I'm like, Okay, yep. And then, like, one of the coolest meals of our life with people that live quite different from us, having this communal meal that we're sharing together. Definitely. Um, so always say yes. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. we have done that once. 
because we haven't been around a lot. Of, it's winter, so it's not a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. But it was, again, at Moundville. And oh, yeah, Georgia, Maryland, our neighbors, the, it was like one of the last nights. And, you know, they're older than us. And we're like, we're in our bus. We don't know how to really talk to people very well. And they're like, hey, we're having catfish dinner tonight. You, you guys nice. are coming. And I was like, yeah. what? What? Like, yeah. yeah they bring, were frying bring a up chair. a couple like, of different fish. No, no. And what are those uh, yeah, every, balls of Yeah, they went and caught it. And <laughs> Hush puppies? Hush puppies. Yep. Oh, man. And yeah, I had like, never had catfish, even though I'm like, this is catfish. Like, yeah. I was forced into it, even though I really yeah. was super anxious about it and didn't really want to do it. But it was the best night. And we yeah. had yeah. Yeah. delicious food. Good, uh, great people. Like, all I was of them, like, make. Glad we said yes. They make the arts and crafts that. Or in the, the museum at the place, indigenous like, people made crazy. in that Moundville because it's it's kind of a long story, but yeah, but I'm to glad shorten we said it a little yes. bit, they usually go to this like Moundville fest every mm-hmm. year, uh, similar to Schoolie Fest, yeah. <laughs> which we were talking about earlier. Um, but it had been canceled due to COVID. Mm-hmm. But uh, George and Marilyn and a few of their friends still came and still wanted to have a good time and they took us kind of under their wing yeah. and it ended in that that beautiful you so know, fried the fish dinner. was so good. Oh my God. And uh, just learning that a group of people that I would normally think would be judging a young couple living in a bus saw something in us that they see in themselves and that was pretty cool. So, I just don't know why it's so hard to say like, yeah, yes, I will Maryland. do that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know you're not scripting your days, um, but where is somewhere you really want to go with a van? Um, good question. Before all this potentially is over one day. Oh, gosh. That's a good question. Um, I haven't thought about that in a while. We're, we're basically in the area, our area of interest, like uh, the West, I guess. Yeah. So we were, our main goal was the opposite of Florida. Yep. And uh, as far we away spent the as winter we in Colorado, yeah. so that pretty much nailed it. Currently here in New Mexico, I think you'd agree, uh, it's basically a different uh, different world. It feels like a different planet during the day. And then at sunset, with all the different ranges and the different colors of the sunset throughout the sky, it looks like you're in a different universe. Yeah, I just <laughs> like need, mine would be like, I there need to find a place that when it's so dark, you... This, there are so many stars that you can't even mm, like right, deal right. with it. Like I've been waiting for that. Yeah, we don't really have a destination. No or destinations. We kind of have things that we that I would like. We to like see. we like big skies. Mm-hmm. She loves the stars and the moon. Mm-hmm. So lo- places with light pollution are not on the list of destinations yeah. very often. Um, as we got into local community, interesting people. Yeah, we don't um, have like a, I, a. In short, Montana, Wyoming, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Utah. We uh, haven't been anywhere. So this is like our first time, like going like plenty those, of beautiful yeah, so places in California that we haven't even begin to begun to look into. Um, Oregon, I know, is beautiful. Uh, anywhere with mountain ranges, uh, as I was saying the other day when we were at the uh, the gorge. Um, as a tall person that lives in a teeny tiny can, <laughs> I like to be standing where I don't feel large, I feel very small. So that's one of my personal, you know, boxes to check when we're looking for a place to go. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been doing this an hour. No. So why don't we... um, An hour. Why don't we, like, plug your stuff if if people can find you on Mm. Instagram or anything like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, Our page or the buses page or whatever you want to call it is uh, John... J-O-H-N underscore and underscore <laughs> Talia underscore bus life. Yeah, I, I had to explain that one the other day to the other schooling girl oh, that's yeah. here. And it was under, I was like, I think this is an underscore, but yeah. And yeah. I think John and Talia or bus John life, and Talia yeah. bus life will, will populate. And mm-hmm. then if you're interested in... <laughs> uh, low-level music production and uh, some of the beats I've been making inspired by our travels and what I'm blessed to see every morning and night. Um, that Instagram page is keeps you fresh. Mm-hmm. All one word. Is it all one word? Uh, well, I'll I make it easy for people. Yeah. And I'll yeah. put it right yeah. underscore yeah. fresh. Yeah. 
an underscore guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, he, uh, he is an underscore guy. I don't know what that is. I'm not too stressed about, uh, you know, likes or, or follows, but we definitely, uh, if you're interested, follow along and mm -hmm. uh, we'll keep oh, it interesting. Yeah. And I can tell you that much. I think Tim and Leslie will agree. A uh, lot of dog pictures, though. Yeah, so. we've got two beautiful dogs. Yeah, so if you're not into that, then don't follow. Then don't look. <laughs> I, could, I could throw... A song or a beat on the end of this okay. as the outro. Yeah, yeah sure. We could go through and some my mom. and see if you're mom, into it. Mom, thank yeah. you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Kim you're the Sherwin. best supporter. Thank you, Kim Shout Sherwin. Out. You're the best. Thanks. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. This is uh, really exciting. I'm so, so happy to see you and to, to share this time with you. So, Absolutely. Um, cheers. Thank you for having us. And well, thank you for coming <laughs> and uh, putting us on and your company. Cool. We'll see you soon. All right, that is a wrap on episode 266 of the Voyages of Tim Vetter podcast. Thanks so much to John and Talia for coming on. It was amazing to see them, and in New Mexico, no less. Uh, I hope we can cross paths and do a part two like six more months down the line. I think that would be fun. All right, we are going to be played out here by one of John's beats, like we mentioned while we were recording, uh, instead of the normal outro music. So after I stop blabbering, you'll hear that. So I'll stop blabbering now. All right, Voyagers, thanks so much. Stay tuned for more from New Mexico. And as always, please, please, please take care of each other.